Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined by my regular co-host, Bob Hike, in just a minute. 
We've got uh, 10 races on the card today at Santa Anita and an early first post time. So if you're making plans to get out to Arcadia, first post time today is 12.15 p.m., a little bit early. Uh, again, 10 races, four stakes races on the card, including the Bob Lewis for three-year-olds. It's a very big day as far as Kentucky Derby preps go around the country. In New York, we have the Weathers. There's the Southwest Stakes down at Oaklawn Park. And the Holy Bull featuring the uh, two-year-old champion, Fiercest, making his three-year-old debut today at Gulfstream Park. So a lot going on with the three-year-olds today. We'll touch on all those races with our handicappers. But to bring us up to date on what's been happening in the world of horse racing this week, let's bring in our regular co-host, Bob Ike. Bob, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, John. Doing well. Beautiful day in Arcadia today. Uh, the turf course, after getting a lot of rain a couple days ago, is listed as good today. You mentioned the 12:15 post. And, John, we should get it out right away. Racing has already been canceled for tomorrow at Santa Anita. We are expecting a major storm coming in, so uh, they made the move early. So no racing at Santa Anita tomorrow, but let's enjoy today. As you said, ten races, four stakes races, uh, top-quality horses, and good racing from around the country. So it should be a really fun day. Absolutely. And uh, before we start uh, going in and do a little handicapping, let's talk about what happened. Let's wrap up, first of all, the Pegasus World Cup at Gulfstream Park last last weekend. Uh, big handle totals for that, that big World Cup card day at Gulfstream Park, $47 million. And we had a little California flavor there in the World Cup. Yeah, it was a great day of racing. As we talked about last week, this has become a major spot on the calendar. You know, you think of the Triple Crown days and the Breeders' Cup days. And Pegasus is moving right up into that category. And National Treasure was an extremely game winner of the Pegasus World Cup, $3 million. This is a horse who really likes a fight, John. We saw it when he won the Preakness. I thought he was headed in mid-stretch that day, and he came back on. He ran extremely well behind Cody's wish in the Breeders' Cup mile. He tried to fight back that day. So this is a horse who really likes a fight. He showed the ability to sit behind a horse who really wanted the lead and hoist the gold. So National Treasure sat second. Flavian Pratt made an aggressive move to open up at the head of the lane, and he had enough left to hold off Senor Buscador, who fired again. That's the horse John Hardoon gave us last week. He keeps running big races. Senor Buscador was four and a half lengths clear of the third horse. So it was really kind of a two-horse race strategy, played a big part in who would go and who would sit. And the National Treasure, as a four-year-old, is really developing into a top-class handicap horse. Yeah, and I, I think you've got to give credit to Flavian Prada on that ride. He sent this horse hard out of the gate because you have to put him in the race early or else it looks like he just kind of loses interest. And uh, when Hoist the Gold around that first turn decided, I'm going to make the lead no matter what, uh, Pratt backed off just a little bit. He kept the horse in the race but let the other horse do the dirty work, went after him early, and uh, and then he let the heart of uh, uh, National Treasure take you know take effect turning for home when Senior Buscador ranged up. Uh, he found another gear, National Treasure. Just a neat horse to watch. Uh, he'll give you he'll give you heart palpitations when you wager on him, but uh, he finds a way to get the job done when he's ridden the right way. You know, one of the pieces of news that came out from last weekend too, Bob, kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, Belinda Stronica First Racing made an announcement to uh, Associated Press that they are planning to do a Pegasus-like day at Santa Anita. The, the scheduled date would be September 28th. 
uh, built around a new race called the California Crown, which would take place of the Grade 1 Awesome again. Now, the Grade 1 Awesome again is for older horses. It was announced at that time that this California Crown race would be for three-year-olds. I don't know if that's going to change. It'll be uh, three-year-olds and up. But uh, not a whole lot of details. And uh, just you know, your, your initial thoughts about uh, trying to put a big day on the calendar, you know, it's kind of on short notice. Yeah, agree. Caught me by surprise. Uh, short on details. Uh, there wasn't a lot of talk about where the money would come from. And, uh, you know, we've seen purses being cut here at Santa Anita and probably more on the way. So where that money comes from for, for a huge day, we don't know. Uh, as you said, it was announced that it would be a race for three-year-olds. So, but as as you also said, John, the awesome again is three-year-olds and up. That's been on the calendar. Major prep race for Breeders' Cup, which is you know about five weeks after that at Del Mar this year. So we'll have to wait and see how this all plays out. We don't have a lot of details. It seemed to be sort of a surprise announcement, but it would be a day that would try to rival at least what they're doing in Florida on the Pegasus Day. Well, it would be nice to have a big day of racing, you know, a featured day. We we get those when the Breeders' Cup ends up in California, but we really don't have a signature day as it stands out in California. So we'll see how this develops, and we'll update folks when we get more details. But, you know, maybe September 28th, we might need to circle on the calendar. It might be an interesting day of events at Santa Anita. Uh, we talked about the major three-year-old preps, and, and we will go over those races with our handicappers, Bob, but... In relation to that, one of the pieces of news came out this week, uh, January 29th, this past Monday, was the deadline for all uh, three-year-olds to be moved to non-suspended trainers in order to remain eligible to get Kentucky Derby qualifying points. And the news out of California was, uh, there, there, you know, basically like a, <laughs> like a steward would say, there was no change. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, we had talked about it a couple times on the show previously, and I had speculated that some of Bob Baffert's owners were going to be reluctant to move this time. And, again, I had no inside information on that, but it was just common sense. Uh, I think they showed a, a strong force of loyalty to Baffert. Um, all of his owners said, we are not moving horses. And I think that was twofold, John. A, there's a loyalty factor involved where these owners are saying to Churchill Downs, enough already. You gave the guy two years. He served his time. You, you arbitrarily added a third year now for 2024, and we're not going to play ball with that. So you'll see it today. Nysos stayed in the Bob Baffert barn. He's running in the Bob Lewis today at Santa Anita. Secondly, I think the fact that they moved that deadline up to January 29th, which was about a month earlier than it was before, I think that had something to do with it. I think these owners did not want their horses out of Baffert's barn for three months leading up to the Kentucky Derby. That's a long time, John. A lot of things can happen, and when you're paying the kind of money they are and you're putting them in the hands of Bob Baffert, you really don't want these expensive horses moved three months before a potential race. So I think those were the two factors, loyalty being very strong. And you know what, John? I, I think we're all tired of this situation. I think it's become uh, a, a you-know-what kind of contest uh, between Churchill and, and the Baffert camp. And it's time for Churchill to get over it, let Baffert run. And I think, John, I really believe if they keep screwing around with this, you're going to see a Middle East country come up with about a $10 million purse to run for three-year-olds going a mile and a quarter on the first Saturday in May. We saw it in golf with Liv versus the PGA, 
And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens if Churchill keeps keeps uh, excluding Bob Baffert from the Kentucky Derby. Well, you know, they did boost the purse in the Derby this year to $5 million, but you want the very best three-year-olds not only in the nation but around the world to compete in the Kentucky Derby if possible. And this year, you know, might be a little bit of an asterisk. Well, we had everybody but these horses. And I'll tell you this right now, Bob, if I could take a future book on who's going to win the Preakness, if I could take the trainers, I'm all in on, on Bob Baffert to win the Preakness right now. I think he's going to be pretty tough on the third Saturday in May. <laughs> yeah, and in the meantime, uh, horses like Nisos today, and, and he's got you know uh, a horse today in the uh, Oakland race, the Southwest Stakes, you know, and he's going to be competing in, this, in these races that do have Kentucky Derby qualifying points. Now, Winstock at, at uh, Oakland, these horses, if they win, will not get any Kentucky Derby qualifying points, but it's going to skew who qualifies and gets into the big race. Yeah, exactly, John. I, I think it is an asterisk year, and let's hope uh, it's over after this. In 2025, uh, everybody gets to run. That, that's my wish. I think that's what's best for racing, so we'll see what happens. Well, let's get on to some handicapping now. Uh, you, you had a good weekend last weekend. You had the late pick five on uh, last Saturday, and one of your best plays, so I'm told, paid 21.40. So a good solid day for you handicapping-wise at Santa Anita. Uh, I know you work on the coast-to-coast -coast pick five. and In fact, before I get a selection, let's talk quickly about that. I understand why they chose the races they did for the coast-to-coast -coast pick five today with all the big stakes races around. But from my putting my horse player handicapping hat on, you know, including the races that they did, which included the uh, the Holy Bull and and the Bob Lewis and uh, three other races, it it really looks like it's going to chalk out a little bit today as far as the coast to coast pick five. Yeah, I, I wish they would just kind of use full fields of, of turf horses in here, regardless of you know the stake status and so forth. Uh, the first leg goes at one thirty eight. That's the the forward gal, a scratch in there, so you've got six, and then you come back to Santa Anita for seven. Uh, one scratch in the Kitten's Joy, that makes it an eight-horse field. You've got Nisos is going to be a very, very short price, as is Fierceness. So if both of those horses win today, John, it's just not going to pay a whole lot. So uh, I, I understand why they do it to feature those kind of races, but from a handicapping gambling perspective, those are not the most attractive races on the cards today. Well, what does catch your eye today as a radio play? I, uh, for my best plays on my sheet today, I played races 4, 6, and 10 as my best plays. I put $135 into late pick 5. I think it's very competitive. And I'm going to go to the last, which might be the most competitive race on the card. I'm going to try an 8-to-1 shot in here. And that's number 11, Santos Santo Dios, who I thought has run very well in all three starts in this country. A good second on Breeders' Cup weekend at Santa Anita, came back and ran really well at Del Mar, and then last time was running above his conditions. So that was a non-two. This is a non-winner, uh, one-level, first-level allowance race. He was up above at a second-level allowance last time. He gets Jeremy Laprida, who came in and rode a winner for Marcelo Polanco last weekend. This is a horse who he's kind of free-running. I think he wants to be out on or near the lead. He doesn't want to be bottled up too much early, and I think he's got the speed to overcome that 11 post. So in a race, really, you could almost make a case for everybody in here top to bottom. 
Let's try number 11, Santo Dios. He's 8-1 to one in the finale. And, John, I know you worked overtime today. You did your uh, Lindo report for both Santa Anita and Gulfstream, plus you covered the coast-to-coast. So uh, where do you want to go? And uh, let's also talk a little bit about the South Point, who takes your sheet every day, hands it out to free for their customers. Well, the South Point Hotel, obviously you've got the big game next week. There'll be a lot of action going on out there. Yesterday they put out all their Super Bowl props. I understand uh, you better put away a couple of hours to read that. It's like war and peace with all the things going on with the props for the Super Bowl. But if you want to get out there, I don't think there's any rooms left for Super Bowl weekend. But if you're planning to go out, whether it be March Madness or anything come up, you call Steve Johnson, 866-780-7223. Ask how you can get the Thoroughbred L.A. horse players rate. And for a radio play, since I did both tracks, Bob, I'm going to go to Gulfstream Park. I'm going to go to race number seven at Gulfstream today. I like number eight, Poolside with Slim. This is a horse that ran very well sprinting on the tapita at Turfway Park in her, her debut, or his debut, excuse me, for our barn, George Arnold, that does not win with first-time starters. Stretches out today, stays on the tapita moving to Gulfstream Park. I think this horse jumps forward today. Seven and two on the on the morning line. I think you're going to get all that. Number eight, poolside with Slim, and that's race number seven at Gulfstream Park. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll start our handicapping of these three-year-old prep races. We'll look at the uh, Bob Lewis with Bob Mazursky coming up next here on Thoroughbred LA on AMA 30 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. Join us on track this Saturday as we'll have a total of four graded stakes, including an important derby prep, the great three $200,000 Robert B. Lewis at a flat mile on the main track. Also on Saturday, we'll have our NHC Super Qualifier, and you can compete for seats in the 2024 or 2025 NHC, as well as a cash prize pool. You can play on track or online at expressbed.com. Don't forget the traditional pick six is back with a $1 minimum as well as the coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 wager with a low 15% takeout that combines five races from both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. 
Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And Bob, it's time for our Calbred of the Week. And uh, we, had to, we went out of state to find the winner this week. Yeah, we shipped over to Turf Paragite. Paradise, and it was Principe Carlo who won the $60,000 Hank Mills Senior Stakes at Turf on Monday. Principe Carlo is by Coyle out of the Rahi Mare Princess Ezra, was bred by Barton Enterprises, owned by Me Familia Racing and Rockingham Ranch, and is trained by Justin Evans. And uh, Principe Carlo now has nine wins from 34 lifetime starts, career earnings of over half a million dollars. And, John, we were out at the uh, sale out at Fairplex on Tuesday and saw a hip sell for about 37000 to Mr. Harris and Harris Farms, and uh, we got a chance to see our friends out at the Derby Room and have a little lunch out there as well. Had a great lunch out there. It was terrific. Ran into a lot of folks that we hadn't seen in a little bit. It was terrific. And uh, hip 46, a newly turned two-year-old by Sir Prancelot. So this is a cowbred consigned by Checkmate Thoroughbreds, $37,000. And Harris Farms supported that uh, sale very strongly on, on uh, Tuesday. Great to see you out there. Best of luck to the new connections of the uh, Philly by Sir Prancelot. Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, and that's Bob Mazursky from todaysracingdigest.com. And, Bob, uh, we're going to have you preview the Bob Lewis. And, you know, my first question is, is there any doubt in your mind as to whether or not Nisos, who stretches out for the, ter the, for the first time today, do you think he's going to have any problem with two turns? I have no doubt that he won't. I, I think I, it is, I see no reason to believe he won't handle the route. So I, I think, you know, he looks like a standout on paper, and it be take something unforeseen, I think, for him to get beat in that race. So I think anybody playing the early pick five is probably going to end up singling him. I mean, Coach Prime and the Stronghold both ran okay in the Los Alamitos Futurity behind Winstock. I think Coach Prime has some upside. I know Bob said after the race that uh, you can see still a little green that horse, so I think that he could move forward. So I think if there was an upsetter, that would be the horse I would lean towards, Coach Prime. Uh, Bob Ike, what do you have for Bob Mazursky? 
Yeah, Bob, uh, you're the regular handicapper for the Southern Cal Newspaper Group, and as well as your picks available at today's Racing Digest. Every racing day, we want to get a play from you for Santa Anita. I'm going to go to the first race. I like the inside horse, number one, Issa Court. I always like horses cutting back in distance. She's been effective on both grass and dirt. She was claimed last time by Bob Hess. He puts his longtime main man, Kent DeSormo, on. So hopefully she can work out a trip from the inside. So number one, Issa Court in race one. So that's number one, Issa Court, 4-1 to one on the morning line in race one at Santa Anita. That is down the hill on the turf course. Everything stays as scheduled, so that race will stay down the hill today on the turf rated good. And that's for Bob Mazursky of todaysracingdigest.com. And, Bob, we will let you go. Best of luck today, and uh, be ready next week. I know you think football season is over with the Packers out, but we'll try and, get a, uh, we'll try and squeeze out a Super Bowl prediction from you next Saturday. Sounds good. Good luck to everybody today. Take care, guys. That was Bob Mazursky. Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest, and that's uh, Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. He's got a lot to look at today, and we're going to have him look at the race at Oaklawn Park where it is raining and the track is wet fast. They're just getting ready to run their first race of the day. They're going early today. So uh, with conditions online, a little bit of a wet track, Bruce, what are you thinking uh, on the Southwest, which, which to me is the best gambling race of all the 3 prep races today? Yeah, it's a neat race, and I think the wrinkle at throwing in, it's right now I'm looking at them on the track. It's uh, They're just coming out for the first. It's sloppy. It doesn't look great. It's supposed to rain all day. So first off, what's interesting about this race is you take the first four betting choices, Maycox Bay, Otto the Conqueror, Winstock, and Carbone, they have one thing in common, all four horses. They're all front runners. So first off, you have some vulnerable favorites here that kind of need the lead for their best. Um, I really am looking for somebody who can finish and maybe can handle the track, and I found both those in the six-horse, both those factors in the six-horse, liberal arts. He won in the slop in the street sense stakes at uh, Churchill back in late October. He rallied from off the pace that day. Really wasn't going very, he wasn't doing much until about the quarter pole. He seemed to hit another gear and he won going away. So he's got the class, he's got the running style, he can get the distance. I think he's the player. I really believe he'll get that down a little bit from that 8-1 to one morning line. Also an outstanding rider hopping aboard in Christian Torres. Another horse to maybe look at at a price. If you're looking for... Uh, another a price horse to throw in, the eight horse, Common Defense. Kind of an interesting, lightly raced runner. Ran kind of a weird race in its debut for uh, Kenny McPeak. Showed speed, dropped back like he was going to finish you know, near the back of the field, guys. And then he re-rallied and he showed a big kick to run second. And then he put it all together with a nice off-the-pace score, last out, and he looked super the last 16th of a mile finishing. So I think he's got the, the right running style to be a factor even if he doesn't win, he's a great price horse to throw in. So I'm looking at two horses that could possibly handle the surface and the hot pace here, the six liberal arts with the eight common defense. Well, Bruce, I hope you're right. Uh, liberal arts is bred and is owned by uh, Steve Ferraro, who was a longtime trainer on the Southern California circuit, a friend of mine. He and his son, Evan Ferraro, are the owners and breeders of liberal arts. So best of luck to them. I, I tell you what, uh, we have other races in California, and Bob Ike, I know you want to get some wagering down out here in California. What do you have for, for Bruce? Yeah, good morning, Bruce. I know you like to look at the golden hour bets between Santa Anita and Golden Gate. Uh, so going up north, are you going to play one of those or go somewhere else on the Golden Gate card? Yeah, let, let's go to Golden Gate. And I think we all remember this horse in the seventh race. 
uh, an ex-back Bob Baffert horse by the name of Bletchley Park. Why do we remember him? He was bought for $2.6 million by, the, uh, by their owners. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the horse was disappointing. Took him, uh, he broke his maiden back in December of 22. And that was basically it. After that, he three, threw in three poor races. He switched barns, came off an eight-month layoff, and went up north. And all of a sudden, I wonder if the light bulb went on for this guy. Uh, first of all, he blew the start. He stumbled at the break at Golden Gate. Um, even though he came from dead last, the pace slowed down halfway down the backstretch. He made a move on the turn. It says six wide. That's a conservative estimate. It could be as much as eight wide. So he had to do all the running and lost tons of ground. He still got up to win by a length and a quarter. I don't know that they'll ever recoup the $2.6 million on this horse, but he really showed me something last time. Here's the good news. With a better start here today, he's got a little more natural speed than shown. I don't think he's going to be too far out of it in a race kind of lacking in pace, but I really think this horse might have uh, figured things out on the synthetic. So in race seven, let's take a shot at the four. Bletchley Park listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. So that's Golden Gate race seven, number four, Bletchley Park, 8-1 to one on the program. And before I get a cent, I need to pick from you, Bruce. I think you gave that horse out on the radio last time at 7-1. to one. Did I? Did I give up Bletchley Park? I think you might have. I, I don't know. I, I think he's a friend of yours in either case. He gives us so many winners, John, that we, we can't keep track of all the winners Bruce gives us. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Bruce has been, been seeing the ball. So let's go down to Southern California and get your Santa Anita play today. How about the ninth race, the Santa Monica? I'm not going to get too uh, crazy. I'll go with the second choice on the morning line, the six Hot Peppers, who uh, came off a crazy long layoff. Been away 16 months. This is a classy uh, three-year-old. He won the victor She won the victory ride stakes. She was second at Saratoga in the test stakes, really top uh, sprint races for Phillies. She came off the layoff, and she is a front-runner uh, by trade. And in that race, Sweet Azteca, who ran and won for fun yesterday, got in front of her early, put up at least a half-length or more in front. They dueled. Sweet Azteca ended up drifting out badly at the top of the lane, and Hot Peppers hung around. I wouldn't say that she re-rallied so much, but she hung in there and ran second behind the horse in this race, Chismosa. Two reasons to believe today she'll run much better. For one, she should be a lot more fit. And number two, a very simple fact, no sweet Azteca in here today. In other words, this horse probably, she breaks okay, clears the field, and I'm thinking there's going to be a big move forward for those two reasons. So race nine, let's go with the second choice on the program, the six hot peppers listed at five to two on the morning line. That's number six, Hot Peppers, 5-2 to two on the program, race nine at Santa Anita for Bruce. And, Bruce, what do you have available today at BetOnBruce.com? Full card analysis, Santa Anita, late races from Gulfstream, really excellent late sequence there. That's on the full card. We also have audio, best bets at Santa Anita and Golden Gate. Tomorrow we'll throw in some extra wrinkles, uh, some uh, action from Gulfstream Park with the cancellation and possibly fairgrounds and or Oakland. So we'll have some extra racing for you tomorrow if, if you're interested. Sounds good, Bruce. We'll let you go, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Take care, guys. Thanks. Hey, Bob, before we take our next break, I forgot to let people know you gave out a winner on the radio last Saturday as well, Curlin's Chaos, who looks like he might be a real nice cowbred, 640 for last Saturday's pick from Bob Ike. so nice hit there. And uh, before we take our break, I know you wanted to mention somebody's been helping uh, out the horse bills back on the East Coast. 
Yeah, my buddy, his name is Mitch Ross, and if you have payroll, retirement, or insurance needs, uh, get a hold of him. He works with ADP. He's helped me on a number of accounts that we do through horse bills, and uh, he's just a hardworking guy. He's on the ball. He knows the game. So whether you're in racing or your business is out of racing, it doesn't matter. Give Mitch a call. He knows the racing industry very well. He's at 616 616- Three three five one four nine eight. That's six one six three three five one four nine eight. Or email him at mitch.ross at adp.com. And uh, John, just real quickly before we go to break, we should acknowledge some sad news with Arturo Mares. He was an exercise rider that worked for Hector Palma. He was injured very badly and uh, succumbed to those injuries. He was sixty five years old. Had worked had been a jockey early in his career, had worked on the circuit for a long time. Uh, so very sad news there, the passing of Arturo Mares. And, John, it just brings home how dangerous this can be. You're working around, you know, 1,500, 2,000-pound animals, and uh, a lot of things can go wrong, and it's really kind of amazing as much goes right as it does, uh, given the element of uh, these are these are – Animals, they're high-strung, and accidents happen, John. Unfortunately, we will miss Arturo Mares. Yeah, Arturo turned 65 this past Monday. Our, our very best to his family and friends, uh, a longtime fixture. These are all the, the unsung heroes on the backstretch that make everything go every day, and uh, uh, I'm very sorry to hear about Arturo. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we're going to hit the next two three-year-old derby press. We'll go to New York with John Hardoon, and we'll go down to Florida and check in with Toby Callett. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on the home of Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, and on the Angels Radio app. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. 
the Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos this Saturday and Sunday night with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last weekend, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $170,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $140,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the 10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For weekend reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgart Sports Bar for the large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We're all about the horse players. Our nighttime meet continues at Los Alamitos, and great racing is always here. Join us this Saturday and Sunday night at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio, AM 830. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And Bob, uh, one place that people want to go and watch and wager on the races, which are already underway around the country, we now have uh, San Clemente back in action. Yeah, the OC Tavern is now back open. Their address is 2369 South El Camino Real Road in San Clemente, just right off the 5. Easy to get in and out of. And uh, looking forward to John getting in there and seeing uh, the new manager, new ownership, and, and seeing what they're doing at the OC Tavern. I've been in there a few times in previous years with Kurt Hoover. Always had a great time down in there. And, uh, John, we also got to see our good friend, Pete Perella out at the sale from Legacy Ranch, and if you want to go from the breeding shed to the winner's circle, contact Terry Knight at 510-928-4980. That's 510-928-4980. Terry Knight up at Legacy Ranch. They'll do a great job for you. They absolutely will. I've had horses up there. They they treat the horses right, and a really nice place. Let's go ahead and get, bring in our next guest. We'll go back to New York and t- talk to John Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. And, John, they've run two races so far at Aqueduct and on a muddy track, and it sure looks to me like the rail might be where you want to be today at Aqueduct. Well, if you watch the first two races, you certainly do. I mean, <laughs> both horses are either on the rail well, came up the rail. Even in the first race, the horse that ran second was stayed on the rail for the most part, and uh, that's the difference that got him second. So speed and uh, rail is certainly the way to go. 
Well, we'll see if that can, yeah, we'll see if that continues on through the day. Uh, like I say, muddy track there. The Withers is the three-year-old prep race today at Aqueduct, and you have a prohibitive favorite in there in Lightline, not Flightline, but Lightline from the Brad Cox stable. I know, I know you know the Brad Cox, Cox connections very well. Uh, eight to five on the program. Is he vulnerable going up to New York for the first time? Well, it looks like a two-horse race. With you speed running, breaking from the rail for Todd Fletcher and Lightline, and uh, I give a slight edge to Lightline. Uh, the Cox Barn is high on this horse. He's done nothing wrong. I can tell you one thing. The Derby winner we are not seeing in the Withers today. This race came up really kind of weak, and uh, I think it's uh, Lightline and Speed Runner. They're going to run one, two, and uh, maybe Speed Runner beats him and you get a little value that way. But uh, unfortunately, you're not going to make a lot of money in that race today. Well, I know there's other races that uh, you like, and you, you've done uh, your regs and report sheets for Santa Anita, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Oakland Park. So, Bob Ike, uh, what do you have for John Hardoon? Yeah, John, you gave us a winner last week in Reddington, paid 640 as a uh, pick-six single at Aqueduct. So we always got, like to get two plays from you. Where do you want to go for your first one? Okay, let's go to Gulfstream and look at race number five. It's seven and a half furlongs on the turf, and I like the number six horse in here, Rotterdam. This is a four-year-old called from the Ralph Nix farm, Edgar Zayas aboard to ride. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. He has four career starts. He's getting better with each and every one of them. He returns to the turf today where he's done his best running. Ralph Nix is off to an unbelievable start. He's six for 14 at the meet. I like number six, Rotterdam, 8-1 to one in the morning line to upset and win today's fifth race at a Gulfstream Park. So that's number six, Rotterdam, 8-1 to one on the program, race five at Gulfstream Park. And, John, where do you want to go for your other play today? Let's go to Oakland and look at race number eight. This is one of the stake races on the card, and it's a terrific uh, betting race here. The big favorite in here is Skelly, who's 7-5 on the morning line and goes for his seventh straight win today. I think he's vulnerable. I love the number three horse in here, Tejano Twist. This is a five-year-old gelding from the Chris Hartman barn. This horse absolutely loves Oakland. He likes moisture in the track as well. He should get a great setup in here. There's a ton of early speed. Number three, Tejano Twist, 4-1 on the morning line, wins today's eighth race out at Oakland Park. So that's the eighth race at Oakland. That's the King Cotton, number three, Tahana Twist, 4-1 to one on the program. That's for John, John Hardoon of the Ragazin Sheets. And, John, what do you have available at the website? We have uh, Aqueduct, Oakland, Gulfstream, and, of course, Santa Anita Selections at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. All right, John, we will let you get on with it. Enjoy the racing today, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right, that was John Hardoon of the Raggers and Sheets. Let's head down to South Florida now and bring in Toby Kellett from tobykellett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. That's where they have the uh, two-year-old champion, Fierceness, returning today in the Holy Bull Stakes. And, Toby, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the question is, is this just a slam dunk, uh, you know, kind of a gimme, the Holy Bull today, or is somebody going to test Fierceness? Well, I think uh, if he's two-thirds cranked up, because I'm sure he's not all the way cranked, uh, I think they'll they'll run for second. What I find intriguing in this race, John, is that it looks like a guy who certainly a well-respected and deservedly so uh, trainer, Christophe Clement, uh, may be joining the Triple, triple Crown Trail. Um, 
with uh, the three Otello, um, this is a really nice colt. And uh, if you look through his pedigree, one of the things I like when you get into these uh, Triple Crown races, of course, is do they have the pedigree to, to go along? And a lot of times, the better pedigrees that come from mares or from maternal lines that raced on turf. And Otello checks that box. Uh, his mom, uh, Isabella Sings, is a Todd Fletcher trainee owned by Sienna Farm, who's the uh, uh, part owner uh, of, of Otello. And she was an excellent turf router. And I think there's plenty of stamina. I think that uh, Otello, if there's anybody going to give the fierceness a tussle, I think he's the one with the most upside. But I would certainly uh, make sure if you're playing the race that Otello would be your horse to key with fierceness. Uh, the reason I bring that up is that the fifth race today is, is going to be, uh, or is my radio play, and John Hardoon came up with a different horse. So if you want me to do that, or I can give you the 12th as a um, the Holy Bull as a uh, radio play play, uh, your choice. Well, well, we'll let you stay with what you want to play. I have no problem if you guys have different opinions. I, I want to just mention on Otello, too. Uh, I he really caught the eye in the mucho macho man last time. He had no business winning. He was trapped and kind of had to slip through in a tight uh, gap between horses. He learned an awful lot winning that one turn mile race at Gulfstream Park after shipping in from Aqueduct. Yes, yes, and uh, you know that being said, uh, uh, horses finished uh, slightly behind him. It uh, was not in the frame, so to speak. The two uh, in 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 the guild, uh, uh, he definitely uh, Irad Ortiz stays with him. Uh, if you're playing the race, uh, if this could be a simple 7-3-2. How do you do, John? <laughs> like that. Bob Mike, what do you have for Toby? Yeah, Toby, just uh, conditions today. It looked like you guys had nice weather today, but kind of like us in Southern California, maybe the, the rain starts rolling in a little bit tomorrow. Uh, you gave us Didia as a winner last week at 860, so very nice job there. And uh, why don't you go ahead and, Buckheads with Mr. Hardoon in that uh, fifth race today. Yeah, usually I, I, you know, on the Sunday show, I come up with something in, in a race uh, uh, before him. So this time he's got me uh, in the, today's fifth. I like the two. His, his name is My Sea Cottage. He hasn't raced since October up at Woodbine. I generally don't get involved with Woodbine shippers. I, I find that circuit to be pretty fraudulent. But uh, My Sea Cottage uh, goes against the grain there. He loves this track. He loves to run fresh. Irad Ortiz is back on board, and I think that my C Cottage is, is going to land a great trip. I'm not convinced that he has to be on the lead in order to win. Uh, behind him, I'm looking at the one Fredo, the seven, Smoking Mandate, and the four, okay, Boomer, two, one, seven, four, slam the door in today's fifth at Gulfstream Park. That's the fifth race. Number two, my C Cottage, five to two in the program. That's, again, number two in the program at Gulfstream Park for Toby Callot. All of Toby's selections can be found at tobycallot.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Toby, enjoy the rest of the day. You've got, you know, another, they just ran the second, so you've got plenty of time to catch the other ten races on the card today. i got ten more here. i got ten out your way. I mean, what more can a guy ask for? <laughs> need, well, I can say I is more pace, Uncle, pace I yourself. I need more Uncle Kimo's cone of coffee to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's on the way, Toby. We'll get it out to you. Thanks, guys.
That was Toby Callis. Bob, before we take our, our final break, I want to remind everybody, with the cancellation tomorrow of Santa Anita, there will be no Thoroughbred L.A. radio show. Mike Wilman will take tomorrow off, so no Thoroughbred L.A. on Sunday. We will be back at our regular time next Saturday from 9 to 10. Also, uh, you know, with Golden Gate, uh, we have the Golden Hour bets in play, the Golden Hour double, Golden Hour pick four between Santa Anita and Golden Gate. And so uh, we have a lot of things that we can get get busy with later on today in California. Let's go ahead and, and take John, our final you know, we didn't, oh, Real quick, John, we didn't even talk uh, about these those other three stakes races on the card at Santa Anita. The fourth is the Megahertz, a nice $100,000 stake for fillies and mares going a mile on the turf. Then we go to the eighth race, the Thunder Road, uh, uh, for the... For the boys, 100,000 a mile on the turf. That's a very competitive race. And, and the Santa Monica right after that, the ninth, 200,000 added. It's only a field of six, but you've got three pretty strong contenders in there. So top to bottom, uh, this, this card at Santa Anita today has quality. It's got some quantity at the back end. So I think it's going to be a fun uh, gambling card and mix that in with Gulfstream and all the three-year-old preps and the coast-to-coast, it's going to be a good day. And I'm with Toby. I need some Uncle Chemos to keep going today. <laughs> well, we got the sunshine out there, too, and we're back on the turf. So life is good today. Let's enjoy it, and then we'll, we'll hunker down for the storms that are coming up. Let's go ahead and take that final break, Bob. When we come back, we're going to bring in Ed Burkhardt, who has some breaking news from Los Alamitos. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on the home of Angels Baseball. Uh, that's AMA 30 KLAA and on the Angels Radio app. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. Join us on track this Saturday as we'll have a total of four graded stakes, including an important derby prep, the great three $200,000 Robert B. Lewis at a flat mile on the main track. Also on Saturday, we'll have our NHC Super Qualifier, and you can compete for seats in the 2024 or 2025 NHC, as well as a cash prize pool. You can play on track or online at expressbed.com. Don't forget the traditional pick six is back with a $1 minimum as well as the coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 wager with a low 15% takeout that combines five races from both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com, TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Ringo. AM 30. Back to the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike, and want to remind everybody that 10 race card today at Santa Anita begins early. 12:15 is the first post time, so make your plans. Don't miss out on that 14% takeout early pick five. Make sure you're there for the opener today. And Bob, let's bring in our next guest, and that's going to be Ed Burgart, who is not calling the races tonight. He did the sub work for Michael Rona last weekend. Michael will be back this evening. But Ed's going to step in and uh, handle the Los Alamitos segment for us again today. And, Ed, uh, you put something out on X or Twitter this morning uh, that's important news for those who are playing Los Alamitos. Right. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, John and Bob. Uh, tomorrow we're going to run the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes Trials. But because the heavy rain anticipated we'd cancel tomorrow's races, we were not originally scheduled to run next Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl, but we're going to run next Saturday instead and we'll reschedule those uh, maiden stakes trials for next Saturday night. So no live racing tomorrow night, but we will have live racing next Saturday night, and there'll be no live racing on Super Bowl Sunday. So, you know, we're following the footsteps of Santa Anita because it's supposed to be a big storm coming in. We want to take no chances, and with those trials coming up, we wanted to give the connections a chance to come back in a reasonable period of time, which will be next Saturday. So originally, you were supposed to be dark next weekend. You always do a track renovation during this time of year. And originally, next Saturday and Sunday, the 10th and 11th, uh, Los Alamitos was scheduled not to run. So the new schedule, we run tonight as scheduled, take off tomorrow due to the inclement weather, the weather that's coming in, back in action next Saturday, the 10th, and then uh, you take off on the following Super Bowl Sunday, the 11th. Is that correct? 
That's correct, and we'll start the track renovation on Super Bowl Sunday instead of on Saturday of next week. So we'll just be one day behind on the track renovation, but that should be no problem for us because our following races will be the Saturday of the next week. So we'll still have plenty of time to do the track renovation and give the connections who uh, entered the trials for this weekend to come back next week, and that gives them a chance to come back in the finals in a few weeks after that. Okay, that sounds good. So those are the maiden stakes trials that were scheduled for tomorrow. They will be run next next Saturday. Is that is that right? That's right, and I think we'll okay. re, we probably redraw the races next Wednesday, and we'll have a nine-race nine, nine race program next Saturday night. Sounds good. Well, Bob Ike, what do you, what do you have as far as uh, questions for Mr. Burkhardt before I get a radio play from him today? Yeah, no, Ed, I'm just glad you cleared that up uh, so everybody's clear on what the schedule is. Cancel tomorrow night, run next Saturday, and what is your post time for tonight? Uh, post time for tonight is going to be at 6 o'clock, and... I got a text from Michael Rona. His cruise ship arrived on time this morning, so he's back in town, and he'll be back at the mic tonight, so I don't have to worry about Michael not being at the track tonight, and I'm sure he enjoyed his trip down to Mexico, so just glad he's back safe and sound because a 275-mile drive in one day would have been too much for me. <laughs> well, Ed, I, I wanted, before I get a pick from you for tonight, you put something out on X or Twitter last last week about the sixth race last Saturday night. I started laughing. And uh, why don't you tell the folks what you put out, and uh, I want to know if that's ever happened before. Happened to be one time before, but that was in a 300-yard dash. But what what happens every time I call a race, I always kill the sound for the phone, so the phone does not ring during the race. I forgot to turn the uh, PA system on. I called the entire race and gave Sarge a call at the final with Battleborn Racing winning the race, and I turned around and noticed that uh, I never had the sound on. So I actually called the race, and I think the only person who heard, it was, uh, heard the race call was me. <laughs> so, what that's, you know, it's just one of those weird things that uh, happens, and like I said, it happened one time a long, probably 10 or 12 years ago, but... Um, what can I say? Things happen. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. I mean, uh, there there are worse things in life than the PA system not working. But uh, oh wow, that I mean uh, that must have been eerie to just to see their horses go down there with with no no sound. But uh, glad that uh, you're 100 percent. And uh, just wanted to make sure folks that turned that on. Yeah, Ed, Eddie's okay. So Ed, uh, let's get back to the handicapping now. Put on your hat and give me a winner in the la in the night card tonight at Los Al. Okay, Jose Flores has a comebacker in race number five, the number six horse, one look at her, and her last workout was huge. Uh, if she runs to the workout, I don't think she can lose, but of course they don't always run to their workouts. She's drawn on the outside. Cartel and Seth, the two and Cartel, Cartel of the five, are the horses to beat, but I don't think they can run any faster than what they've shown so far. My, my terminology there is what you see is what you get. So number six, one look at her, three to one in the morning line is going to be my choice, and race number five is my radio play of the night so that's race five at los alamitos the post time for that race about 7:48 pacific time tonight number six one look at her three to one on the program that's for ed burgard ed we'll let you get back to that retirement stuff and uh, we'll, we'll put uh, mr rona back to work tonight how's that well, i'll tell michael to make sure he turns the pa system on because i had two people <laughs> orlando was worried something happened to me and somebody else commented that i was making my bets and forgot to turn the pa system on which that was not true well, like I said, there there are worse things that could happen. I'm glad you're okay, but uh, I, I just don't ever remember that happening out there at Los Alamitos before, so that had to be a, a, a new one. But uh, just glad a rookie you're, mistake, right? Just yeah, a rookie you know, mistake. You got, you'll you get bring the in hang these backups. Yeah, I didn't have enough. I only had 
works into me. I didn't get the half-mile work in, so by the sixth race, I got a little bit uh, weary. All right. Well, you'll be ready for next time. How's that? All right, guys. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, that was Ed Burgard from Los Alamitos. And, Bob, I want to mention to everybody again, no show at Thoroughbred L.A. next uh, tomorrow, Sunday. We will be back on next Saturday. Obviously, we'll have a Super Bowl show with Mike Willman back on the following Sunday. I want to thank all of our guests today, uh, starting with, first of all, thanks for co-hosting, Bob. I want to thank Bob Mazursky, Bruce Finkelstein, John Hardoon, Toby Kellett, and Ned Burgart. If you missed any of the show, you can go to thoroughbredla.com to pick up the archives. We will be back this time next Saturday, wishing everybody the best of luck racing around the country. Let's have safe trips for everybody. Bring them back sound. Bob, good luck today. Let's cash some tickets. Yeah, that sounds good, John. Let's do it. And uh, Mike Wilman's here. No, no Mike Wilman tomorrow. He's off the air, but Andy Harris is right after us. You got it. Good luck today, everyone. Unless he has something to say A horse is a horse, of course, of course And this one will talk to his voice, his horse You never heard of a talking horse?